Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wassalatu wassalam ala ashrif al-anbiya wal mursaleen nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Continuing with reading from the qasas of the Qur'an and that which is related to Adam alayhi salam is the story of that which took place between Ibn Adam, between the two sons of Adam. And Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, he mentions in Surah Al-Ma'idah, وَتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ نَبَأَ إِبْنَ آدَمَ بِالْحَقِّ إِذْ قَرَّبَ قُرْبَانًا فَتَقُبِّلَ مِنْ أَحَدِهِمَا وَلَمْ يُتَقَبَّلْ مِنَ الْآخَرِ قال لأقتلنك قال قال إنما يتقبل الله يتقبل الله من المتقين لئن بسطت إلي يدك لتقتلني ما أنا بباسط ما أنا بباسط يدي إليك لأقتلك إني أخاف الله رب العالمين recite unto them the story of the two sons of Adam in truth, when both of them made a sacrifice, or put forward a sacrifice, and so it was the sacrifice was accepted from one of them, and it wasn't accepted from the other. And so the one whose sacrifice was rejected, he said, I shall indeed kill you. The one whose sacrifice was accepted and the one who was threatened, he said that Allah only accepts from the muttaqin, from those who fear him and those who are pious. If you raise your hand to me in order to kill me, then I shall not raise my hand to kill you. Indeed, I fear Allah, Rabbul Alameen. Inni uridu an tabu'a bi'ithmi wa ithmak fatakuna min ashabin nar. And what I intend is that you return with the sin of killing me and your sin, the sin that, يعني, which has led you to this. And so you become from the people of the fire. And that is the reward of those who oppress and the oppressors. And so his nafs, his self, encouraged him and made it, made, made it uh, fair-seeming to him to kill his brother. We're talking about the two sons of Adam. Naam. And so he killed him. And so he became from the losers. Then Allah sent a crow 
he sent a crow that was scratching the, the ground with its, with its beak. Now, Liuriel Kefa Yuwari so to show him how to hide the body and what to do with the body of his brother. He said, Woe to me, am I unable to be like this crow? And so, uh, am I unable to be like the crow? And so I don't hide the body of my brother. And so he became from. Uh, from those who felt regret. Five verses, these five verses, in Surah Al-Ma'idah, where Allah, he mentions the story of the two sons of Adam. Recite unto them. Recite unto who? Who is Allah referring to? Recite unto who? This is the su'al, this is the question. Ahsan, to the Jews. To the Jews, why? How do we know that? Hmm? I mean, actually, that, but that comes at the end, sir. But yes, of course, yes, that's, that's, that's the proof. But even before, the, the, the context is the context is Bani Israel, Musa. And then, as the brothers rightfully said, Immediately after this story, min ajli katabna ala bani Israel. And due to this, we prescribed upon bani Israel, and man qatala nafsan bi ghayri nafsin, aw fasadin fil ard, fakannama qatala nasi jami'ah. That whoever uh, kills a soul, or takes a life without due right, or to cause corruption upon the earth, then it is as though he has killed the whole of mankind. And bi ta'ala, you all know the rest of the verse, and whoever saves a life is like he saved the whole of mankind. Naam. And so, what's the alayhim? Recite unto them the Jews. Yehud. Because they are ahlul baghi wa ahlul hasad. As is ma'roof about them. They are the people of, of transgression and of envy. They are the bugat and they are al-hasada. They're envious. And that is why we know from what Allah has mentioned to us in the Quran that they became envious of the Anbiya of Allah and the Salihin. And that Hasid, it led them to what? To killing the Anbiya of Allah. Subhanallah. Killing the Anbiya of Allah. And so what's the alayhim al-Yahud? I mean, ajli dhalik katabna ala bani Israel. But also, as is mentioned in the scholars of tafsir, they mention al-ibra bi'umumi al-laft wa la bi khususi sabab that what we pay attention to is not the reason for why the verse was revealed, but the general meaning of the verse. And so, yes, it was revealed to the Jews and recite unto the Jews. However, this also applies to this ummah. Yani, the severity of what is mentioned here, the severity of hasad, the severity of al-qatal, killing. Now. Ibn Adam, what's the alayhim? Naba, 
نبأ ابن آدم. The story of the two sons of Adam. Anyone know their names? Habil and Qabil. It is said that Qabil is the elder one, was the elder one. He was born first. The Ahlul Kitab, in their language today, they refer to them as Cain and Abel. So Abel, Habil. Cain, yani Qabil. But from the ulama, those who refer to, to Qabil also as, as Qain. Qain, which you, you, can see, you can hear the resemblance. Yani Qain bil Qaf. Qaf ya noon. Qain. Naam. If qarraba qurbana. When they put forward, when both of them, they sacrificed. They put forward a sacrifice. And so we know the background of this, that which has been mentioned concerning the uh, tafsir of this ayah, or these ayat. As we mentioned, Qabil, it is mentioned that he was the uh, elder of the two. But, we, but here also we have a question. And that is, we mentioned yesterday, Adam was born without mother or father. Hawa came into the earth with father but no mother. Isa, Isa alayhi salam, mother but no father. The rest of the people, mother and father. But now, think of the scenario, think of the situation. This is, we know, and we accept with full yaqeen, full belief that Adam was the first man. From him came Hawa. But thereafter, for the, for, the, for the many men and women to come, then when Adam, he had children, then yani, what happened in order for everybody else to come? Yani, meaning, how did they marry? Because we're talking about now, Adam having sons and daughters. So did the son, did he, did the, did the, Sons marry their sisters? Is this something halal? Naam. Every? Asant, naam, naam. And as you said rightfully also, that every ummah, as we mentioned yesterday also, every ummah had its legislation and its, and its yani, way. Naam, and it is mentioned that with regards to Adam, every Mawlud that was born to him, every child, every son that was born to him, that, that son came with a, 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 a female also, a girl. And he would always have twins. He would always have twins. So Qabil was born first and he had his twin sister. Yani he, he, Qabil and his twin sister were born together in one womb. And then from another womb, yani Allah uh, creating within Hawa another womb, a separate womb, then he would have another son along with another daughter. And every time there were twins that were born. And so, the legislation and that which Allah had commanded them to do is that the son 
of one womb would marry the sister of his brother from another womb. Does that make sense? Hmm? Wabe? Naam. And so, for example, Qabil was born and he was the firstborn and he, he was born with a twin sister. Then ha Habil was born. He was younger. Who, had, who was born with a twin sister. And then, as we come now to the reason why they sacrificed. So Allah, he commanded Adam that he marries Qabil to the sister of Habil. And Habil marries the sister of Qabil. Tamam? However, Qabil rejected this. He rejected this and he, he became angry at this and he didn't يعني, want that Habil marries his sister, his twin sister, because it is mentioned that she was, يعني, um, she was better, she was more beautiful than the sister of Habil. And so he refused. He refused. And it's mentioned also that he said, it's mentioned in the books of Tafsir, the Mufassirin, they mentioned that, that he said that we are from Min Wiladatil Jannah. That Qabil and his sister were from those who were born in Jannah, whilst Adam and Hawa were in Jannah. As for Habil and his sister, they were born on the earth. And so we are better. So Habil, you will not marry my sister. It is mentioned. And then as one of the brothers he mentioned, he asked yesterday, and this is something that the scholars discuss, the Jannah that Adam and Hawa resided in, was that the Jannah which has been prepared for the Muttaqeen? Jannah al-Khuld, that eternal garden? That Jannah fi-sama, in the heavens? Or is it, was it a Jannah upon the earth? Was it a different Jannah? A Jannah upon the earth? Scholars differed here. Scholars did differ here. From the scholars, those who said, because the fact that they, that Adam and Hawa, yani, were tested, don't eat from the tree, don't come near the tree. It must have been other than the Jannah that, which is in the heavens. Because in, in Jannah, Al Jannah, the Jannah, there's no test. There's no test there, we know. There's no testing. The earth is the place of test, of imtihan. And likewise, the fact that they disobeyed, the fact that they disobeyed. And also because what we know uh, from what has been described to us is that once someone enters Jannah, there's no leaving Jannah. Right? And the believers, they enter Jannah, and whoever enters Jannah, they will never leave. But the fact that they left, uh, the fact that they left means that it wasn't that Jannah. It was a Jannah upon the earth. However, the Jamhur, as Sheikh Hassan ibn Taymiyyah, and likewise Sheikh Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymin, rahimahullah, rahimahullah, both of them, Sheikh Hassan ibn Taymiyyah and uh, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Uthaymin, uh, they mentioned that the correct position is that it was the Jannah which has been prepared for the Muttaqeen, the eternal uh, gardens which Allah has prepared 
نعم and that is because that when الجنه when it is applied يعني in 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 that way يعني in the definite with its definite with the definite article الجنه الجنه then it is referring to the specific jannah and that is the eternal uh, gardens نعم and likewise because Allah Taala what did he say he said قل نحبط منها جميعا يعني descend descend from it meaning that يعني if they if it was a jannah upon the earth then where would they be descending to and because also قل نحبط منها جميعا ولكم في الأرض ماذا مستقر ومتاع إلى حين and upon the earth is a mustaqarr, it's a place of يعني, residing and a, a temporary enjoyment. Naam. And even before all of this, الإخوة, the, the fact that Allah Taala He mentions, which is clear in Surah Taha, where Allah Taala He mentioned uh, the قصة of Adam, and He's mentioning during the قصة of, uh, of, of Adam and how he is to reside in Jannah. Inna laka ألا تجوع فيها ولا تعرى. In it, indeed, for you, you will not feel any hunger. لا تجوع فيها. You will not feel. You will not have any hunger within it, and you will not become naked. وأن لا تذمأ فيها ولا تضحى. Nor will you. يعني feel any thirst or the sun's heat and these are descriptions of what? Jannah not the earth this doesn't happen on the earth so نعم the correct position the position of the Jumhur is that that Jannah that we're talking about is the Jannah of يعني الخلد the eternal gardens نعم it's mentioned أيها الإخوة and also another point to add to this it's mentioned that Hawa when she gave birth to Qabil that was in Jannah. And that is why she didn't feel, the, yani she didn't have those cravings. She didn't have those cravings that uh, uh, those of you who are married and have, have, have experienced your wife's going through uh, pregnancy. She, she never had those cravings for particular food that the women they have. She didn't feel any pain. She didn't go through any hardship. She didn't go through labor pains. No blood. However, when she came upon the earth, and when they were sent upon the earth, that's when she experienced those things. Now, and as we as we know, and again, this is another uh, difference of opinion with regards to when the people of Jannah enter Jannah is mentioned, and as is coming a hadith which uh, Imam Tirmidhi he, he he records, and Sheikh Al Albani, rahimahullah, he declared to be uh, authentic that the mu'min. إذا اشتهى الولد إذا إذا اشتهى الولد when the believer he desires a child in Jannah كان حمله ووضعه وسنه في ساعة that when he wants a child in Jannah then the child being being يعني carried and being born and growing to that age of maturity will be, will be in a single hour. Will be in a single hour. يعني كما يشتهي. يعني whether he wants a male or a female as he wills. 
as he wills. However, this is a diff there's a difference of opinion from the scholars, those who say, no, there are no children. There will be no children in Jannah. But this is not the uh, point of our discussion here. Um, um, and so, yani, we continue. And so, when this dispute now took place, yani, mainly from Qabil, well, from Qabil, only from Qabil, he didn't want that Habil marry his sister. And so, at this point, Adam said to them, both of you sacrifice. And whoever sacrifice is accepted, then he will marry the sister of Qabil. You with me? You guys still with me? Tamam. And so both of them put forward their sacrifice. Qabil was, was sahib zar'ah. And he was an agricultural farmer. As for Habil, he was Sahib Ghanim. And he was a livestock farmer. Qabil, he put forward the worst of his crops. And he came forward with a plate, which he was offering, but the worst of what he possessed. Because inside himself, he said, I'm not going to accept this. Regardless, he's not marrying my sister. Hmm? He's not marrying my sister. So he had this within himself. This intention. As for Habil, he gave the best. He put forward the best of his livestock. The best. And he was willing to submit to the will of Allah and the rida of Allah, the pleasure of Allah, even if, he was not, if, if his sacrifice is not accepted and he won't get to marry the sister of Habil. You still with me? Naam. And so, as is mentioned that the way, at that time, the way in how a sacrifice was accepted is that Allah would send a fire from the heavens which would come and would take the, the sacrifice to show that it was accepted. And so, it's clear that it was accepted from one of them and rejected from the other, as the verse clearly mentions. And the Mufasirin, they say that it was the sacrifice of Habil that was accepted. And so Qabil, he then said, لأقتلنك. I shall indeed kill you. I shall indeed kill you. And so, again, it is mentioned that he waited until their father, Adam, he went to the Bayt, the house of Allah, in Mecca. And he then went to his brother, Habil. And he said, I will kill you. And you have to remember, this is the, the very first human beings. And this was the first killing that took place. It's mentioned he didn't know how to kill him. He didn't know how to kill him. That he, he went to Qabil and he was squeezing him. That he was trying to twist his neck or he was squeezing his, his bones. He didn't know how to kill him. It's mentioned, again, that um, just as we, we know from the story, Allah, after he killed him, that Allah sent, and he didn't know what to do with his body, that Allah sent the crow to teach him how to bury the body. It's mentioned that at this point when he didn't know how to kill his brother, that shaitan came and showed him how to kill. Shaitan came and showed him how to kill. It's mentioned that 
يعني through via an animal killed another animal uh, with, uh, with a rock and so he took Qabil uh, took a rock and he uh, he cracked his, his brother's skull of Habil نعم فأصبح من النادمين فأصبح من النادمين of course Allah he mentions that he came from the khasirin from the losers and he also became from the nadimin because after he killed his brother he dropped into his hands he dropped into his hands hands now يعني قابيل killed Habil his brother and now he's lifeless he's dropped into his hands he doesn't know what to do the first killing that ever took place ayyul ikhwah he didn't know what to do and he was full of regret some of the narrations mentioned that he he didn't know what to do and he just carried his brother on his back some say to a year he carried him some say he, he carried him in a sack wherever he went he took him with him but we know from the story that Allah he sent the crow and then he knew and Allah taught, taught him how to bury uh, the body of his brother. Naam. This again, Ayyul Ikhwa, is trying to be brief. Um, yani to the best of our ability. Only five verses in the Quran where this is mentioned. Surah Al-Ma'idah. You can refer to that. Um, if you want to yani, read that in, 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 yani, in more detail. Or yani, to take, if you wanted to take your time and, and look uh, yani, at that story in the Quran. But what we take from this Qissa Ayyul Ikhwa is first and foremostly that we see here the first killing taking place. And just as we learned yesterday, The first sin by way of which Allah was disobeyed, what was it? What was the sin though? Iblis. Hasad. And here again now, his sons, hmm? Hasad again, envy again, and how it led to the very first killing that which the Malaika, the angels, they expected, and they said, "Are you placing upon the earth? Are you placing upon the earth those who will cause corruption and 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 spill blood?" Naam. And we see how this hasad and this baghi and this transgression. Indeed, Qabil transgressed after being envious of the fact that Allah, through his command, had ordered Habil to marry that which they saw as the better of the two sisters. But Allah has ordered this. And Allah has blessed him. But he became envious. And so in this is a lesson for us. Again, the reason behind Allah revealing the Quran and as learning these stories is not just to pass time, not just to narrate these onto our children and so on, but in order for us to learn, take Ibra, and to يعني, learn from that which took place with the previous Umam. Naam, and so we see here how Hasad, Al Baghi, can lead to the to the taking of life, the qatal, that which Allah mentioned afterwards, how it is like if you're t- taking the life of a single individual wrongfully, 
it is like you've killed the whole of mankind. Naam. And Allah Musta'anan, just in our own city, within this month, Ramadan, I'm sure most of you have heard. I think it was Dukwath Lane, if I'm correct. You all heard, right? How a Muslim, Alam, I think maybe it was another Muslim who killed him. I'm not sure, but as far as I know, for sure he was a Muslim who was killed. And he had overwhelming suspicion that he was another Muslim. I don't know, does anybody know anything about this? Or can anyone confirm? Both were Muslim. Allah Mustaan. Anger, ayyul ikhwa. He became angry, as he's mentioned. He became angry when his, when his qurban was not accepted. He became angry. And anger, ayyul ikhwa, look what it can lead to. When that man, he came, the hadith of Abu Huraira, when he said that a man came to the Rasul and he said, Al-Sini, in the hadith recorded by Imam Bukhari, Al-Sini, advise me. What did the Rasul say? La taqdab. Don't become angry. Faraddada miraran. He kept repeating. Don't become angry. La taqdab. Because the anger can lead to this. Road rage, whatever it was. Huh? Come out of your car, now you're taking the life. Subhanallah. We learn from this also is from the major sins. From this story, from the major sins. What did he say? I'm going to let you, if you're going to raise your hand to me, I'm not going to raise my hand to you. Because I want that you, if you're going to do this, that you're going to be, sin, you're going to, you're going to be sinful with regards to your actions and that which has led you to this, your hasad, your envy, your anger and so on. And the sin of killing me, the sin of, of, of taking a life. Mm-hmm. And he said, min nar. And so you become from the people of the fire. Clear evidence to show that this is from the major sins. The major sins that which has been mentioned that if in the Quran or anything which has come with a threat of the fire, then that is a major sin. A major sin. Naam. Also, what we take from this story is the fact that whoever sets an evil precedence or, evil su- or, or, a, or a sunnah, yani, which, is, which is evil, yani, uh, meaning a practice, which is evil, and whoever follows him in that, then he has a share in that sin. As the Rasul he mentioned in that hadith, لا تقتل نفسه لا تقتل نفس ظلما that a so that a, a, a person is not uh, killed wrongfully إلا كان على ابن آدم الأول كفل كفل من من دمها that a, a soul is not taken wrongfully except that the first son of Adam has a share in that blood. Hmm? And this is a proof to show how the, the sons being referred to in the Quran here, Adam, recite unto them the story of the two sons of Adam, were the first sons of Adam. Because from those, and from the Bani Israel, they, those who came and they said, 
And some from, from this ummah, they, they debated whether the sons of Adam were they from Bani Israel. Yani because when we say sons of Adam, you're a son of Adam. Yeah, we can refer when we say sons of Adam. Yani how many hadith, how many evidences or texts mention son of Adam or sons of Adam and it's referring to everyone. So some of them said no, it's not, doesn't literally mean this, this, the first sons of Adam, but yani sons who came later, so from Bani Israel. But this shows here, this hadith shows to us, huh? uh, uh, there is no soul that is killed wrongfully except that the first son of Adam has his share. Because he was the first one to set as a precedence and as a practice. Killing. Likewise, this story, what we learn from it, is the sanctity of the human body. And how, even after death, it is aura, and it is to be respected. And how, it is to be buried into the earth. And we finish with this final point. When Habil, when he said, "Inni uridu an tabu abi ithmi wa ithmika, fatakuna min ashabin nar," he said that I, what I intend from me not raising my hand to you is that you are the one who carries your sin and my sin, the sin of killing me, and so you end up being from the from from the people of the fire. We. Here now, this brings up the question of the debate. What do you do as a Muslim then? What do you do if another Muslim yeah, and he intends to kill you? And again, look, Juan, it's not just hypothetical. Yeah, okay, this question right now is hypothetical, but yeah, it takes place. We've seen on our doorstep, just around the corner, Duckworth Lane. Subhanallah, just a few years ago, someone who I knew went to school with myself, Ayyul Ikhwah. Some of the brothers, they live on the same street. Just over here, Bradford 7. Here, we're in Bradford 7, Ayyul Ikhwah. Huh? He was stabbed. From what has been told to us, it was a family feud. Family feud. Killed. It takes place. What does a Muslim do when another Muslim is trying to kill him? Do you defend yourself because here we see from this qissa, he didn't defend himself. Sir? He didn't defend himself. He said, I'm not going to raise my hand to you. Naam. What does a Muslim do in this situation? Do you have the right to defend yourself? You have to kill him? <laughs> Defend yourself? Defend yourself. No, no, no. He has a right? Yeah, is, is it just unrestricted? Like if he comes to you with a, I don't know, with a, with a, a badminton racket, you, you go back to him with a, I don't know, with a, with a knife, with a gun? Huh? No set rule? Proportionate force. Now, this is what is mentioned that, yeah, I mean, there is a difference of opinion. First and foremost, let us say that. There's a difference of opinion. And 
we're talking about different circumstances also. I, I know in the question we mentioned if a Muslim is attacking you. Okay, what about if a non-Muslim is attacking you? And then, again, the scholars have, have, have differentiated here. Uh, look, just to bring to your attention also, your ikhwah, Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu, Amir al-Mu'mineen, the leader of the, of the believers, the third caliph in Islam, the third best of this ummah after the Rasulullah he was martyred, right? For those who know the story. And the Khawarij, it was the Khawarij that, that killed him, assassinated him. And as is mentioned, they laid siege to his house, Medina. 40 days. The Khawarij, an evil people. The Khawarij, who appeared from the Muslims. That extreme group who declare Muslims as disbelievers due to sins or what they interpret as sins in many occasions and on many occasions they don't they haven't even understood the texts within the Quran and so they declare Muslims to be disbelievers and and they focus a lot on the rulers look at the rulers and so they focus on Uthman the Khalifa and they declare him to be a kafir and so they came to Medina and they laid siege 40 days the people were not even going out to the Masjid al-Nabi uh, al they didn't go out to pray because Yani they came to yani, wreak havoc and they wanted blood. And for anyone who knows the story, it's too long again to, for, you know, for us to mention the story. However, they came and from the Sahaba, those Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, Abu Huraira, Khabbab ibn, ibn Arat, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, many of them, the Sahaba, they came to defend. Amir al-Mu'mineen, and they came to his house, and they said, you have the right to, to go against them. They have transgressed. And so let us fight. Let us take up the, يعني, the swords. However, Amir al-Mu'mineen, what did he say? Anyone know? He didn't want to spill the blood of a Muslim. Hmm? And he said to Abu Hurairah, he said, he said, are you pleased are you pleased that you killed the whole of mankind and me along with them? Be subtracting that from these ayat. To kill a single person is like you killed the whole of mankind. Are you pleased with that? Abu Hurairah said, no. He said, go, leave. And he had commanded the Sahaba to go. And that's why there is no blame on those Sahaba. Because the, their leader is telling them, go. Do not take up any swords against another Muslim. And as is mentioned, that Sa'd bin Waqas, he mentioned that at this, at this point of this fitna here, he said, I bear witness that I heard the Rasulullah say that there will, be, there will be fitna. That the one, there will be fitna in which the one who is qa'id, the one who is sat, is better than the one who is qa'im, the one who is stood. And the one who is qa'id is better than the one who is uh, qa'im, is, 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 the one who is qa'im, stood, is better than the one who is mashi, the one who is walking. Meaning towards fitna. It's better that you withhold, you, you sit in your home and don't get involved with fitna. The fitna will come, the killing of Uthman, it will come. And towards the end of the hadith, kun kebni adam. In one of the wordings of the hadith, kun kebni adam. What does that mean? The Rasulullah is saying, 
Because Sa'ad, he said, well, what, what do I do if one of them comes into my house and he raises his hand to me? Be like Habil. Be like the son of Adam. Be like Habil. Hmm? Don't fight. Don't raise your hand. So you have these texts here, which would, which would يعني, uh, serve as a proof for those who say, يعني, don't, don't fight back. Because there are those who said, no, don't fight back. Look, there's clear evidence. Statement of the Rasulullah Fi'al of the Sahaba. Fi'al of, of, of the action of Uthman, the Khalifa. Prophet said, stick to his sunnah also. Right? But there are evidence also to show that a person should, should defend himself, defend his property, defend his, yani his, himself, his family, his, his wealth, and so on, his property. And as Allah Taala he mentions in the Quran, I know this is well over 15, 20 minutes. But again, bank, we're still in the bank holiday weekend. I'm hoping that most of you still have that time off. Definitely trying to shorten it uh, as time goes on. Tamam. Allah Taala He mentions in the Quran, "Wa in ta'ifatan min al-mu'minin." That if two groups from the believers, iqtatalu, they fight. What do we do? Fa'aslihu bainahuma. Then rectify between them. However, what comes after? Fa'in bagat ihdahuma ala al-ukhra. Fa'qatilu lati. However, if one of them transgresses, so if two groups from the believers, they fight, then the first step is that we rectify between them. However, if one of them transgresses, so this, we're talking about believers, Muslims, fighting each other, whether it's one Muslim, two Muslims, individuals, or whether it's groups, that we seek to rectify first and foremostly. But if one transgresses against the other, then fight the one that transgresses. So here's the proof, clear proof, to fight, fight back, defend. And again, we have Fi'l al-Sahaba, Ali radiallahu again, another leader of the believers, Khalifa, al-Rabi' the stand the fourth. He fought against the, the, the army that came towards him from the Muslimin. Naam. So, difference of opinion, Al-Ikhwa, Al-Hasil, the summary is that um, some say it's wajib, the Ahnaf uh, from the, from the Madhahib, if we, even if we just focus on the Madhahib, the Hanafiya, they say that it's wajib, um, and they use some of those proofs that we mentioned, and also, uh, as Allah he mentions in the Quran, وَلَا تُلْقُوا بِأَيْدِيكُمْ إِلَى تَحْلُكَ Do not Throw yourselves with your own hands into, into, yani into destruction. So because if you submit and you don't defend yourself, then it's like you're just throwing yourself in, in, in harm's way. And so this ayah is, is a proof to say that yani it's wajib to, to defend yourself. This is what the Hanafi, Hanafis say. The, the Hanafis and the Malikis. The, the Ahnaf and the Malikiyya. The Shafi'iyya, they say that it is Wajib, wajib al-difa' It is obligatory defend, to defend yourself if the one who is coming towards you is a non-Muslim. If he's a non-Muslim. And the differentiate, the differentiate between the Muslim and the non-Muslim. And the reason why, the reason why, يعني, uh, the differentiate is because if one submits and just allows the, 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 the non-Muslim 
to, to take his life, then this is from the angle of, 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 of humbling oneself and humiliating humi- humi- It's like you're humiliating yourself towards the to the to the, to the kafir. Huh? If their bid'ah is obviously it is not, their bid'ah has not reached the level of kufr, then they're still Muslim. Then they're still Muslim. You know, they're still Muslim. Um, <coughs> this is this is making it definitely longer than than, than twenty minutes. We, we, we we're going to limit these sessions to no questions. Just ask the questions and you guys answer. Uh, they say that it is jais. Uh, it is permissible. It is permissible to defend oneself. To defend oneself. In the case of the Muslim, it is permissible to def- defend oneself, but not wajib, because we see from these texts, this qissa of Ibn Adam and Uthman and those texts, uh, and how we how we're able to reconcile between all the evidences. Again, the, the hadith that comes to mind, the Rasul he said, إِذَا الْتَقَى الْمُسْلِمَانِ بِسَيْفَيْهِمَا If two Muslims meet with their swords, فَالْقَاتِلْ وَالْمَقْتُولِ فِي النَّارِ Both of them in the fire. Yeah? That the, the two Muslims with their swords, they meet, then the one who killed, uh, and the one who is killed, the killer and the killed, the one who is murdered, both of them are in the fire. So the Sahaba said, "Had the 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 affair of the killer being in the fire, that's clear." But what's up? what's up with the with the one who was killed being in the fire? And so the Rasulullah said, he said uh, that he was haris, he was determined, he was determined to kill his brother. He still had the intention. And so we work with all the evidences together. And that is why, again, the Sahaba from their wara, and from Uthman, from his wara, from his piety and his taqwa and his fear that he could fall into that. He could fall into being from the the, the one who is described in that hadith. He stayed away. And so we see the reconciliation. That seems to be, wallahu alam, the stronger position. The position of the Hanabala and the Shafi'i were able to combine them together. يعني we differentiate between the Muslim and the non-Muslim. هذا وصلوا صلى الله عليه محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. إخوة، please be mindful of the neighbors and lower your voice please when you exit. جزاكم الله خيراً.